Hey guys, welcome back. So in today's episode, we're talking about discipline and consistency combined. So let's start it off with what we did this week. Katie, what did you do this week? This week, specifically today, um, I got to work. So I work at a preschool and I got to work this morning and I'm usually in the three and four year old room, but my boss is like, hey, we need someone in the baby room. Do you want to go in? I was like, yeah, I do. So I went in there, got to work with the little babies. The youngest one was 10 weeks and the oldest one was 10 months. So a big range in kids. And it was awesome. I haven't held babies in so long since I've been working with the preschoolers. So that was really special. And that's what I did this week. Absolutely loved it. What did you do this week? So for this week, I had a very chilled week. Um, Me and Katie were talking about St. Louis and getting things done with that like finding if we're going to fly, what's going to happen, the hotel. So we're doing that because the time's coming closer to September. So we want to get this situated before it's too late. We're going to talk about consistency and discipline. So discipline and consistency are two of the most important things when it comes to success and just life in general. I know Clarissa and I did a training on this before. It was one of our first trainings in our company, and we were super excited to do it, but super nervous. So being able to put this on the podcast is just so much fun. The first thing I want to talk about is David and Goliath. Now, many of you know the story, David and Goliath. David fights this giant, and God gives him the power to kill him, and it's a huge victory. So... David didn't fight Goliath without practice. First, he was a shepherd. He spent lots of time protecting his sheep. So he killed a lion. He killed a bear. He had all this practice protecting the sheep. So then he used that practice in order to kill Goliath. And the same thing can be applied to us. Don't expect to get this huge victory in your life without practice. You need to be consistent and do things every day or every week, just do it consistently in order to get good results. Consistency is important because if you stop for a few weeks or even just a few months, it can slow you down so much. I know from personal experience that if you take time off, it is so much harder to get that motivation going and to get the ball rolling again. And it'll be so much easier to just forget what you're doing. Like, You don't know how to make conversations with people anymore because you haven't reached out to potentials in a long time. You don't know. You can't run as far if you take off weeks of running and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go run five miles. Like, no, it doesn't work like that. Same thing can be with cooking or gaming. The longer you take off, the harder it is to get back in and get back to that same level of skill that you were at. I love that because it's so true. Um, for, from my personal experience, um, I started working out a while ago, like last year and I was on a roll, I was eating healthy. I was doing all this stuff. And then all of a sudden something happened and I was just like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to take today off. So I took that day off when I was supposed to, I had like a workout sheet. So it told me every single day, like, oh, I'm taking a day off on Tuesday because I'm going to work out the next day and stuff like that. 
But once I stopped doing it, I made up excuses for myself about what not to do. Like, I'm all like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow because, you know, I, my legs are killing me or I'll do it tomorrow because, you know, I'm feeling under the weather or I'll do it tomorrow because something else came up. Like, no, you have to be consistent. Like, just keep on going, keep on grinding because at the end of the day, the results are going to be so much better than you just complaining the rest of the time that you're just like, oh, well, I could have been like that. I could have done that. But it's all like you you could have, but you were slacking off like a while ago and you're now just making up for it. Every decision you make is going to either help your outcome or hurt your outcome. And once you make that decision to stop doing something or take a day off, it is twice as easy to take the next day off. And the more time you take off, the easier it is to be like, oh, I'll just get back into it on Monday. And then when Monday comes, you forget. And then you wait a whole nother week just to get going again. When really, if you would have just started back up and just stayed consistent, you would have had so much more progress. That is so true. Another thing that I wanted to touch on that is good with consistency is discipline. And I have a few key points of like what to do so you're able to stay consistent. Number one, start a routine. Just like say, for example, I want to work out, right? And if working out is something that you want to do, let's say the rest of the week you have or the rest of the day you have things planned out, right? So you're like, okay, I got to go to work at eight. I got to do this. I got to do that. You guys will make time. So make a routine. So you have a way of staying consistent because if you don't, it's going to be easier for you guys to fall off the ladder. Um, Number two, have someone there to remind you of your why, why you're doing this, whether it be a best friend. That's all like, that's like your check-in partner. Like when I normally work out, I normally do it with someone that I know that is going to help me stay consistent, whether it be your best friend, you have, you write down your why, save it as your lock screen on your phone. So you're seeing it every single time you pick up your phone or put it somewhere on your wall. Number two, number three is set goals. If you do not set goals, you're not going to happy. That's not going to help you want to stay consistent because you're not going to see, um, you're not going to see the results you want to see. So set goals and, but make them realistic. Like say in effect, okay, I'm going to treat myself or I'm going to do something. If I stay consistent of working out for three days straight or something like that, that makes you at the end of the week, you're checking it off. And it's easier. You, once you check it off, guys, you're going to feel that adrenaline. And I forget what this called. It'll make you feel good about yourself. Dopamine. Yes. Dopamine. It's going to make you feel good. So that's another one. And the last one is checklist. If you guys want to make a checklist of something else, it's something new, that's good for you. Whether it be saying the fact, okay, I read 10 pages today. Check it off your list. Number number three, I ate a good breakfast. Check it off the list. I went for a walk. Check it off the list. It's going to do the exact same thing as like making goals for yourself, but you're going to have a way to stay consistent. I love how you're talking about checklists because I do that with my podcast notes without even realizing it. I have all these things. And then once I say it, I cross it out to make sure I don't say it again. But checklists are just, I don't know. There's something about them just being able to check that box or cross it out saying that you completed it. It just 
gets you going, gets you motivated to do the next thing and the next thing. And the more you complete, the better you feel, the more accomplished you feel. I also loved how you talked about accountability because who you surround yourself with is so important if you want to actually reach your goals and stay consistent. I have my mom help me in reaching my goals. She's always helped keep me accountable and remind me why I started, why I'm doing it. When I don't feel like working out, when I don't feel like making content like I need to, she's like, Katie, this is what you want. You need to do the things that you said you're going to do. And it's just like, I got to do it. I got to stay accountable. I have to be consistent. Otherwise, it makes me look bad. And nobody wants to have other people, like, not look down on them, but nobody wants to fail in the eyes of others. So I don't know. That was kind of weirdly worded. No, but I agree because. For me, I think of it the exact same way. It's like for me saying something, I feel like if I say something, I'm going to have to get it done because when I say something and I don't do it, people are going to look at me and they're going to be like, okay, yeah, Clarissa said this, but check out last time. She didn't finish what she said she was going to do. Is she a, is she a person of her word? Is like a way that I think about it too, because it's, for me, it's all like, I want someone who says, okay, for example, let's say like I say, Katie, like we're going to do this tomorrow right we're gonna do this tomorrow and then I show up and or or Katie shows up and I didn't show up sorry if Katie shows up and I didn't show up is Katie gonna really want to help me or really want to work with me again like I think of it like as that way because if you're not a person of your word really like people are not going to be able to trust you and do that Having someone keep you accountable or telling somebody you're going to do something is really scary, especially when it comes to your bigger goals. When we went to Miami and heard from all those speakers, I told one of the speakers, okay, by next year, you're going to know who I am. And will that happen? Maybe not, but I want that to happen because I want to keep my word. I want them, I want to be at a place where I'm helping so many people and I'm providing so much value that people know who I am because of the value that I put out. (laughs) And another thing I told my younger brother, okay, in three to five years, I'm going to be speaking on stage somewhere. And obviously if that happens, I want you to be there too, Clarissa. That would be insane. I would absolutely freak out, but it's like, I have to be consistently working in order to get the get to those goals and having people like Clarissa and my aunt and my mom keep me accountable to be doing the things I need to do in order to reach those goals. And one thing I want to talk about real quick is grit. It's a lot like uh, discipline. And my parents taught me this from a very young age to be the hardest worker in the room. And I used to always work so hard to be the best in every single aspect of my life, whether it be sports or grades or really anything. I wanted to be the hardest worker out there and do my best because obviously I want to make myself proud, but I wanted to make everyone else proud too. And I'm a people pleaser at heart, which is a fault sometimes, but it came to a point in my life when I, I graduated high school and people started saying, stop working so hard. You're making me look bad. And that shocked me coming from 
my parents telling me to be the hardest worker and being told that my whole life and then having someone tell me to stop working so hard and like that just goes to say don't let other people dim your light just because you're shining too bright you have goals you have your own life to live keep working hard keep being consistent and don't let anybody slow you down I feel like it's the same thing for me because what when I first signed my first market partner, it took me a year. Did I want to give up during that first year? Yeah. I had many points in my life that I just like, I sit in my room and I'm like, okay, is this really going to work for me? Like what is going to happen? Right. And then one day my best friend texted me. She's like, Clarissa, I believe in you. If you want to move to wherever place, like she literally sat me down on the phone and we were talking for a good hour. <laughs> She's all, I'm like, okay, I wanted to do this. When I first brought up like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do Monate, right? She was like, I believe in you. You have, you have all the power in you to actually do this thing. You'll make this work. If you want it, you'll make it work. And I was like, I wanted to give up. I was like, but how do I put this? I wanted to give up. And I told her that. And she's like, Clarissa, that's not what you're made of. Like having that person, even if it's just having a one-on-one conversation with someone, I feel like that's going to be open and honest. And you have to be open and honest with yourself and be able to take the criticism well as well. But I want to jump back to when you said goals. And I want this to be normalized, like normalize this in for forever going forward from now. Being lost in your 20s is okay. We talked about goals earlier and setting goals. If you don't have goals for yourself and you and you feel lost, but you know what you kind of want to do with your life, that's okay. If you don't know what you want to do with, okay, with your life, that's fine as well. But setting goals for yourself, saying the fact, okay, next month or next year, I'm going to figure out what I want to do with my life, whether it's doing what we're doing or going back to school or doing something else it's okay that you don't know what you guys want to do with your life now and with setting goals the most important thing in order to stay consistent is to have a really personal connection to your why we've talked about this before in the goal setting podcast episode but having a why that makes you cry. Haha, <laughs> it rhymes. But having a why that makes you cry and it just like touches your very soul will really help you stay more consistent because instead of just like, oh, I want to make this amount of money by next month so that I don't know, I can just have money. That's not a personal why. A real deep why would be like, I want to have this amount of money next month so that I can like prepare for my future and set up a good future for my kids or start saving for a house or something really personal to you is the important thing about setting goals to keep you consistent. And I want to say it's okay if your why changes because in the beginning of Monique, um, my why was something kind of just like the beginning of what would you what, what uh in the beginning of when anyone starts out I want this and at first I was like okay yeah I want the time freedom that's my why because every single time that I was at my nine to five job 
my family would be like, we're going to go to Las Vegas. We're going to go to wherever. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, my manager's not going to give me that time off because I took time off for blah, 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 blah. Right. Like they're not going to let me take the time off. And that was my why. And then coming last year, my why changed so dramatically that made my first why seem like it was just like there because, you know, they told me I had to find a why. So you just, when you first start off, you're just like, oh, they tell you, you have to find a why. So now what is your actual why? But it changed so dramatically when I was at Mo Nations. And that's when I was like, I wanted to cry when I figured out what my actual why was. And like Katie says, it's supposed to make you cry because if it makes you cry, you're going to work 10 times or a million times harder than if it was just your first why. And it's like, okay, time freedom. Okay. Yeah. Time freedom. That's, that's cool. But it actually will make you cry. Life is going to be a roller coaster. You guys, we're going to have days in our life that we're not going to want to do stuff. And I'm going to be honest, it's normal. Trust me, yesterday, all I did was I cleaned my room and I felt that that was accomplishment. But I started my spring cleaning. But um, it's okay because life is a highway. I know it's like, it's a crazy little thing that I, you probably like Clarissa got it from cars, but it's true because our highs are going to be our highs and our lows are going to be our lows. But once we feel the lowest in our life, it's going to help us more recognize and enjoy, enjoying our high the, the most. Life is a highway. I'm going to ride it. Oh, nice. Long. I hear that almost every day at my preschool because one of the kids is his favorite song. So, but yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great movie because, and it also includes, it's also, I feel like the movie is about practice and about discipline because if, if you take anything from cars, he was stuck there to fix that road and he made it sloppy the first time. And that's how sometimes we try to do things and it's not okay. Yeah. It's a bandaid and it's a, you know, it covers everything up. Like our excuses is a bandaid. So it's like, it covers everything up. We're like, we need to get this there now. We need to do this now. Like I need to get to that racetrack now, but he takes the time and it takes time and practice to get it all leveled out correctly to get him to go to the race. And also racing itself takes a lot of consistency because consistency it shows you what to do and what not to do like oh what tires work better for racing what strategy like how are you going to race stuff like that like you learn so much from being consistent than if you take a lot of time off then hop back in have to relearn everything take time off and then reset every single time you're slowing down your progress so much so don't do that so now our challenge to you guys is to do one thing this week that brings you closer to being consistent and having more discipline. So write down one or two things that you're going to do and do it. So that's it for this episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.